Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, Community Editor for the Plainsman. And I'm Evan Mielens, Assistant Community Editor for the Plainsman. Well, how are you, Evan? You know, I'm pretty good. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yes, me too. It, it'll be fun, but <laughs> it'll be tough. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be like uh, the last Georgia game that I went to two years ago. Then that'd be nice. Oh, man. I bet that was incredible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're in the second week of November, so that means there's no city council meeting this week. Um, we've invited city manager Jim Buston to speak with us about his role as city manager and what that really means. Yes, Mr. Buston attended Oregon State University for his undergraduate degree, where he intended to become a marine biologist, actually. After having second thoughts, he joined the Peace Corps for two years, uh, where he was in Honduras. After his time in the Peace Corps, Mr. Buston was asked to serve as a civilian technical advisor to the government of Honduras, which he did for three years. He then moved on to Auburn to attend graduate school. Upon graduation, he began working for a small software startup company. Mr. Buston has been Auburn's city manager since 2017. He previously served as the city's assistant city manager for 12 years and in the city's IT department, which he helped to start. We sat down with city manager Buston to talk about his daily tasks as city manager and how he got to the role. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mr. Buston. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, we just wanted to get uh, do a little bit more of a get to know you and kind of your uh, job as city manager. So, um, obviously, you serve as Auburn's city manager. So, what does that mean? That means I manage the city. <laughs> 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 so, there are different forms of, of government. Uh, Auburn adopted the council manager form of government. Uh, Really and truly back in the early 80s, there is some uh, talk about Auburn's council manager form of government preceding that, <laughs> but not in the true sense. So it was with legislation in the early 80s that uh, Auburn really became a council manager form of government. And basically what that means is that the council has the authority uh, to set policy, they, uh, they set vision, and they control the budget. The city manager then is responsible to carry out those policies to recommend a budget, but then to work within whatever budget the, uh, the council comes up with. Now, the city manager is responsible for hiring and, and firing all employees. Um, by statute, the city manager is responsible for uh, enforcing all laws. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go out in a police vehicle. <laughs> and, you know, so it also says the city manager or his or her designee. And so there are certain uh, people within the government, like the police, fire, codes, inspections, that, that are acting on my behalf, uh, gotcha. enforcing the policies of the, of the city council. Awesome. Well, you kind of answered my next question all in one there, too. <laughs> so I'm um, efficient. That's another yeah. thing about yeah. <laughs> city manager form of government. It's efficient. Yes. <laughs> so um, what are some of your daily activities or tasks as the city manager? A lot of meetings, <laughs> a very uh, large number of meetings. But um, I spend a good uh, portion of the day meeting with various uh, work teams that are working on on various products, getting updates on those, uh, listening to either uh, problems that we're having and how we can uh, resolve those or uh, 
getting feedback on how great a project's going and, and how we're doing this ahead of schedule. So trying to uh, arrange schedules based on how projects are going. I get a lot of feedback uh, from uh, from our population. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people mostly uh, worrying about one thing or another, having uh, an issue with with trash pickup or speeding or uh, you know a variety of issues. Uh, noise; those are probably the three biggest. Um, I meet with. Uh, Council members, as they <laughs> they want to, uh, so pretty much every day is just about like that. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of meetings, <laughs> right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, how well do you know Auburn City Code? Well, <clears throat> I'm not an expert in mm -hmm. Auburn City Code, so I'm not an expert in any of the disciplines that are required to run a city. I just know a little bit about all of them. So, <clears throat> I'm not a city planner. So I leave the city planning to the to the <laughs> professionals. I'm not an engineer, <clears throat> so I leave the engineering to the professional engineers. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the good things about a, a council manager form of government. You have a professional staff. You hire <clears throat> those people who have studied, who have um, who have studied those disciplines, and who have experience in those disciplines. And so <clears throat> I rely on their um, their input and their feedback and their advice to me. My big job is to take all of that and make sure that we are working as a coordinated team and make okay. sure that what we aren't duplicating effort, make sure that when <clears throat> engineering says we should do X, Y, Z, that planning is, is aware of that and, and, and understands that and has any feedback that they can give and that police understand what might be happening and have their ability to, uh, to give feedback. And so we work as a cohesive team and a big part of my job is just making sure that that team always comes together and all that communication is going on. You're kind of like the coach. Sort of like, sort of like yeah. the coach. I'm not out there, you know, on the front line <laughs> uh, hitting the guy in front of me, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So you were Auburn's assistant city manager for 12 years before you became the city manager in 2017. How do you think your time as assistant city manager prepared you for your current job? I think it was really important to yeah. uh, gain that insight into the job of city manager. You can, and even with that, I think I was somewhat surprised yeah. at some of the things that a city manager does that I was even unaware of. Um, but without that, that time of being assistant, I think I would have been very, very <clears throat> unprepared for, for the position of, yeah. of city manager. And within that, that 10, 12 year period, um, as an assistant, you usually take on just portions of, of the job. Uh, so my responsibility was public safety, uh, the internal departments, IT, finance, uh, HR. Okay. Um, and didn't have a whole lot of interaction with planning, engineering, uh, codes enforcement. Uh, so, but, but I have, so I could say I've had, yep. I had, Experience with half of the job. Half of the job. <laughs> but now you oversee it all. Now I oversee it all. Right. Which department would you say you now spend the most time working with? I would say I, I spend most of the time equally. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> obviously, I spend a lot of time with finance and budgeting. I mean. Makes sense. So given my position and 
you know, that's, a, that's an, a very important part of the role of the city manager is to make sure that you are not overspending and that you're staying within budget. So I do spend a lot of time with those two <laughs> entities. <laughs> and so now I also understand that you spent some time with a uh, software company um, before you went into the public sector. So how did your time in the private sector um, kind of prepare you to work in the public sector? I did. I actually spent <clears throat> time with three different software companies. Uh, <clears throat> So I graduated from Auburn, uh, Auburn Graduate School mm-hmm. uh, in the early 80s, 1983, and immediately went to work for a small software firm that a uh, professor here at the university had started. As soon as I joined that firm, <clears throat> we did a joint venture with a company out of New York called the Howard Marlboro Group, did an IPO, became our own entity called Intermark, and so that was my my first experience into the private sector. And I did spend a whole lot of my time those first eight years uh, in Manhattan, in New York City, because that's where our corporate offices were. So I got to see that, that end of the private sector, mm-hmm. which is a lot different than the public sector. Private sector, the way you are uh, judged as to your effectiveness is, are you making money? Yeah. You know, the bottom line. Um, in the public sector, you, we don't have that very uh, strict, uh, I don't know what you would call it, that, that goal. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, we provide services. And it's harder to determine if you are doing well because that's not a, I mean, the bottom line is if you made, you know, $1,000 this year, you better make $1,000, $1,010 next year. I mean, <laughs> and when you're in the, in the public sector, you don't really have that defined goal. It's just we provide services, and, and that's kind of a nebulous, nebulous thing. But mm-hmm. it did pro- uh, give me the opportunity, because a, a council manager form of government is a lot like a business. If you look at the council, they are basically the board of directors. As city manager, I'm the uh, chief executive officer, the CEO. And then my department heads are like vice presidents. And then, you know, so it's a very much a corporate structure. So working in a corporate environment gave me the a lot of experience to, you know, trans, uh, transfer that knowledge into the uh, city government, uh, mm-hmm. council manager government sector. Those other two uh, software companies were Microsoft and Apple, right? <laughs> <laughs> However, <clears throat> now anybody who hears this that worked with me in one of the companies is going to, they they never did agree with me. But I and you may not remember, but when Apple first came out with the Macintosh. Their big product was a product called HyperCard. It was HyperCard on the Macintosh. That was the thing that took text and graphics, combined them into these little cards, and then you could, you could link one card to the next card, and, and it was, it was kind of mm-hmm. cool. I tell you, my team invented that. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started with that small software firm, we were doing all of our work on an, an Apple II. That mm-hmm. was, you know, at the time, that was the big thing. Uh, and we created a, a program that uh, we called Touch and Go because we were actually using a touchscreen way back then when touchscreens were not, mm. not popular at all. And basically it was you know, taking text and graphics, combining them, linking them, not through a mouse click, but through a, you know, touching the screen. And then you touch this button yep. and it went to that. And Very common today, but back then it was not. We presented that program uh, to Apple in California, uh, 
because we were a partner with Apple. Mm-hmm. And we knew that the Macintosh was coming out, and we presented that. And then we never did hear back from it. And then I w- was invited to uh, the day when, when they released the Macintosh, and they had the big thing. And so I was invited to come and, and see it, and I did. And when they were, they were showing it off, I was thinking, hey, that's my program. <laughs> they stole my program. Everybody that works with me thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> You hear that one, Tim Cook? Uh, exactly. <laughs> He's coming for you. Um, so let's get back to the topic of city government. How often do you work with the council and the mayor? So I talk with the mayor almost every day. Uh, and the council, I mean, we meet as a, as a body every two weeks. But um, I will meet with them individually if they have some, you know, some issue. And so a lot of times what happens is the citizen will call the council member about some issue. The council member will then call me or come to see me about the issue. I'll then have all the research done and get back to the council member who can then get back to the citizen. What we try to do is I encourage our council members to just send the citizens directly to us because it's more efficient instead of going through that. Yeah, that little uh, (laughs) chain of (laughs) yeah, Um, but uh, so I do talk to them, the mayor almost every day, if not every day, and Mm -hmm. then the council members periodically as they have issues. But uh, generally, we all get together um, every two weeks. But we also get together every two weeks on a Friday to go over what we're going to talk about at that next meeting uh, every two weeks. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so one of your biggest jobs as city manager is handling the budget. Yes. So how does that, what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Uh, it looks like a bunch of reports that come across <laughs> my desk, <laughs> or in these days across my screen. Mm-hmm. Um, we're always looking at, uh, <clears throat> are we within budget on the different projects? We have a ton of projects going on at all times, and we're always running into issues of, uh, you know, are we on, on schedule? Uh, are we on budget? If we're not... You know, where can we look at? Can we save going down the road? Can we take some from down there and, and add it to here? Or at some point, are we going to have to go back to the council and ask for a budget adjustment? And so there's a lot of that uh, every day with all the projects we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's also, you know, planning for the next budget. We do two-year budgets. Um, since most of our revenue comes from sales tax, Sales tax is very uh, unpredictable, yeah. and so a lot of our time is spent trying to predict uh, <laughs> what our sales tax are going to be for the next year. Um, a lot of that has to do with how well the Auburn uh, sports teams are doing. <laughs> uh, if football is doing well, our sales tax do well. Yeah. We did not expect the basketball team to go to the Final Four last year, and so we did not figure that into our, our projections. What we found is that people were coming to Auburn to watch the game in Auburn, even though the basketball team wasn't here. And so our sales tax revenue really went up during that Final Four or, or the Sweet 16, you know, the whole run yep. that people were coming to Auburn to watch the game. Uh, and that, so now this, this time for next year, we're kind of figuring that in. We're expecting them to go to the Final <laughs> Four. There we go. City government's counting on the men's basketball team now. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, it, it, it is important yeah. that uh, Auburn University's what Auburn University does is important to, you know, the lifeline of the city because we get a lot of, like I said, sales taxes is, is our number one 
uh, producer of revenue. Mm-hmm. Most, and in Alabama, because Alabama has a very low property tax uh, rate, most cities outside of the of Alabama, Mississippi, uh, they rely mostly on property tax, and so you can you can forecast property tax very very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's stable, but sales tax it's at the whim of <laughs> of the consumer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, um, in your tenure as a city manager, you've gone through one pretty big election where there was pretty big uh, turnover. How um how did that how did that play out uh, with going from essentially one set of council members to a whole new set? How did that how did your job as city manager play into that? That's probably why I'm city manager. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, it's not uh, it's not any secret that I did not seek the job of city manager. Uh, I had intended to retire um, when the previous city manager was here. He um, just decided he was going to retire. It was kind of a surprise. And uh, so I was interim city manager after mm-hmm. he left. And then most of the previous council said they were not running again. The mayor said, I'm not running. You know, the, most of the other council members said, I'm not running. We only had three of the previous nine that said they were going to run. One, Ron Anders, said he was running for mayor. Beth Witten said she was going to rerun for her seat, and Tommy Dawson said he was rerunning for his seat. But that means a turnover of six council members, which is a lot. <laughs> and so the uh, the current mayor, Mayor Ham, asked if I would you know at least stay on through his term, and and then when Ron was elected, he asked if I would stay on you know <laughs> through his term, and I said no, but I'll stay on through your first year. <laughs> uh, because I have 23 years with the city of Auburn. Uh, so, and it's time. Yeah. But, uh, so I have announced that I will retire at the end of 2020, which is the end of, of it'll be at the end of Ron's second term, I guess. So, um, what is it like to manage Auburn? It's a privilege. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't say that flippantly. Um, Auburn, just like the university is noted, uh, the city is noted for being a well-managed city, uh, for having a lot of amenities. Um, and so taking on that reign, following in the footsteps of, of uh, Dr. Doug Watson, who is really the very first city manager in, in the form of government that we have now. We've... Like I said, we had what was called a city manager previously, but uh, was not. So yeah. uh, Doug came here in the early 80s, I think 1980, uh, actually got his Ph.D. from, from Auburn. And uh, he was basically the, the one who laid the foundation for the type of, of uh, operation we have now. He put a lot of, of emphasis on education, making sure we, had, we hired um, professionals, that were well-educated. And then once you come to work for us, you continue, we want you to continue your education. So if you have a bachelor's, get a master's, if you have a master's, try to get a doctorate, uh, get certifications in your different. And then when he left, we had a short two-year period of time where we had a city manager that just didn't gel with the community. And I think that's 
you know, to your question, that's one of the important things. You have to know the community. You have to understand the culture. You have to first, when you first come in, listen to people and get the lay of the land and understand, you know, what the dynamics of the, of the culture are. And so he did not last. The council let him go. But then uh, Charlie Duggan took on the... Uh, <laughs> took on uh, the role of city manager, and he was city manager for about 12 years, 10 to 12 years. And then I took over for Charlie when he left. Um, so I'm actually standing on, on the shoulders of, of giants, of, of people who really did uh, a great job, which makes my job a lot easier. One of those citizens calling about their trash pickup? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, so... What is your favorite part of the job? The, the reason I got into, and if you look at my, uh, at my resume, you'll find that, that I was a Peace Corps volunteer back mm -hmm. when I graduated from undergraduate school, I went to the Peace Corps. And I kind of got that idea that I want to make a difference, that you know, I want to do something with my life that can make a difference. And I really didn't know what that was. And so I went to the private sector, uh, yeah. for quite a, quite a few years. Kind of got, you know, when I look back on it at the time, I was thinking, well, this is great. You know, I'm, I'm doing well, but what am I really doing? What am I, yeah. you know, what difference am I making? So that's what drew me to the public sector, to the city of Auburn. And uh, so I think that is what is most important to me is even I can just make a tiny difference doesn't have to be anything big. It just has to be. If, if the difference is I'm just maintaining the status quo on these other people who did such a great job, mm -hmm. just don't mess it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So I think that's the best part of the job is knowing that what I do day to day actually impacts uh, others in the community. So. Good point. Like we've talked about a little bit, you've spent uh, time in other parts of the country, California, New York, lots of other places, and you went to Oregon State. Right? I did. For right. your undergraduate. So why did you decide to spend most of your career in Auburn? So, again, uh, when I graduated from Oregon State, I went to the Peace Corps. Peace Corps is a two-year commitment. When I finished that, uh, that commitment, I was hired by uh, the government, the U.S. government, to be a, a technical advisor to the government of Honduras, which is Honduras is where I was a Peace Corps volunteer. So for three years, I was in that capacity as technical uh, civilian technical advisor to the government of Honduras. During that time, I met a lot of professors from different universities around the country. They would come down on, you know, they were doing projects or, you know, just a variety of different things. Uh, I was impressed with the ones I met from Auburn, and uh, they told me that if I ever wanted to go to graduate school, give them a call. <laughs> so when I was ready to go to graduate school, <laughs> I called up and said, hey, remember me? <laughs> and that's how I got to Auburn. Uh, got here um, by going to graduate school. Um, let's see. Okay. I know you've talked about your retirement a little bit. Do you have any big plans? I have big plans, whether they'll come to fruition, I don't know. <laughs> so for a long time, my ideal retirement, I thought, would be to spend at least a good portion of that in Italy. Oh, nice. I love Italy. Um, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> I speak Spanish, but, yeah. you know, the two aren't, 
All, while they're similar, they aren't the same. Um, so part of, of what I'm thinking is at least spending, you know, a good portion of my time uh, somewhere in Italy. Yeah, uh, I would definitely not complain about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. Well, I think that's uh, all we have for today. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Mr. Buston. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you uh, giving me this opportunity to speak with you. Thanks so much. Well, I think that's about it for today. Uh, we hope all of our listeners uh, learned a little bit more about your local government and city manager Buston. Yeah, I think his job is just so crucial to Auburn's government. It's really cool to kind of go behind the scenes and see what it's like for him every day. Yeah, especially since, um, like we've talked about on other episodes, not every community has a city manager. Yeah. You have to have a specific council manager form of government. So it's a interesting yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to next week's episode where we'll break down another city council meeting. Uh, we'd like to thank Weagle and Grayson Moyer for allowing us to borrow their studio. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm Evan Meelans. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's network of podcasts. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.